0: Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast with Kimberly Snyder. My goal is to help you develop a holistic lifestyle based on our four cornerstone philosophy, food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. This holistic approach will help you feel good, which I define as being connected to your most authentic, highest self. And this is the place from which your energy, confidence, creativity, true power, and true beauty will start to explode. Every week we provide you with interviews from top experts in their field or a solo cast from yours truly to support you in living your most beautiful, healthy, and joyful life. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, founder of Saluna, New York Times bestselling author, and holistic wellness, nutrition, and meditation teacher. Let's get started. Namaste loves and welcome back to our Thursday Q&A show. For our topic today, is how your oral care and oral health affects your whole body's health. And I love this topic because it just feels like circles upon circles to me, right? So we have our four cornerstones, food, body, emotional well-being, and spiritual growth. When we have that steadiness, we're supporting this circle of wholeness that we are. And even within the cornerstones, within the body, one part, let's say our teeth and gums, our oral health affects the whole of the body And it's, you know, like how our energy affects the whole of everyone. We're all interconnected. So it is these circles upon circles. And it's really important that we take this holistic approach because when we think in terms of just, you know, separatism, this one part, we try to divide, focus on one thing, we don't get the best results because everything is so um, intertwined. There is this interconnectivity between all things. So sometimes we don't really correlate our mouths, our oral health with other organs, such as our heart. But as what we will get into today in the research, there is an incredible connection between our oral care, our oral health and the rest of our body. And so I'm going to give you some of this interesting research. And then I'm going to talk about ways that we can really boost our oral care and oral health from a holistic standpoint. Before we dive deeper into our show, though, wanted to give a little reminder to please leave us a review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to our show. You may have heard me say this before, but I I request from my heart because reviews are important and they're easy to do and they're free. So if you've heard me before, but you've put it off, maybe today is the day. And if so, thank you so much from my heart. Please also subscribe to our show and that way you stay in the flow of our shows, which are interviews on Mondays and Q&A shows on Thursdays. So you don't have to think. It's just coming to you, which is really nice because we're all super busy. And then in the reverse direction, please share the show out in the world with loved ones, with colleagues. With anyone that you think would benefit from a topic or our show in general. This is the energy of abundance and service, which isn't just about, you know, physically sharing, let's say money or food, but sharing resources, sharing information, sharing whenever we can. And that's really what our community is founded on. So I encourage you to share the show with anyone you think would benefit. Please remember that we have a new, or maybe you don't know yet, but we have a new holistic cleanse, which I'm really excited about called the waterfall cleanse, which is tapping into this abundance inside of us. And part of that abundance is ridding bloat and acids and toxins from our body. And part of it is making space for new energy to come in, in the form of deep nutrition from smoothies and juices and elixirs and our digestion focused supplements but also from clarity, meditation, and introspective journaling and stretching. So it's a really comprehensive three-day program, which is a great time. It's a great time to do it right now, especially spring into summer. So please check it out on our website, mysaluna.com. All right, let's get into our show today, which is about how oral health and oral care affects your whole body's health. And our question comes today from Isabella, who lives in Kansas City. And thank you so much, Isabella, my love for being part of our community. Your question is, love the show, Kimberly. I have always struggled with oral health and keeping up with it. It didn't used to affect me, but recently I've had oral health issues and my dentist told me that poor oral care can affect other aspects of my health. Should I be concerned? So thank you so much, Isabella sending you lots of love out there to Kansas city. And I'm just so honored that we are connected. It makes me feel very grateful and thank you. I'm grateful as well for you highlighting this important topic because sometimes again, it's very easy to slip into the mindset that, you know, I'm going to do something that's really great for my teeth and that's it. Or I'm not, I'm going to neglect my kidneys, you know, and that's it. Or my skin or my hair, whatever it is. But actually, everything is intimately connected to everything else. And so we really want to look at it from that perspective. It's sort of like how a sugar cube goes into a glass of water and it dissolves, goes everywhere, right? It's not just this one little thing that you can take in and out, but this interconnectivity that we want to think of when we think of health. And so, There is a lot of research showing how much our oral health affects other organs. I want to dive right into um, into it here, including the heart. So these studies we will put on mysaluna.com in the show notes if you're interested in reading, perusing the studies on your own. But from 2018, um, a study from the National Library of Medicine found that there's a link between gum disease and heart disease Because the bacteria from gum disease can enter the bloodstream and go into the heart. So sometimes we think again in, you know, um, separatist terms. We think of, okay, what's good for my heart specifically? Avoiding eating excessive red meat or any red meat, perhaps. And, um, you know, avoiding inflammatory oils, omega sixes, so on and so forth. But actually another important aspect is keeping our mouth Healthy, which we'll get into after we get through some of this research. So, this was really interesting that in this research, they found they looked at, at over 65,000 people experiencing cardiovascular events, including heart attack, and found that there was a correlation between tooth loss, a measure of poor oral health, and heart disease. So again, we want to pay attention to all the different parts of health and well-being. Another great motivator to brush and floss. Now, oral health is also connected to respiratory infections, which is really interesting now. We're still coming off, you know, and still in it, the whole COVID experience that as a collective we've been through and really paying attention to how we can boost our lung health and respiratory health And so this is a study from the National Library of Medicine, and it explored that um, those that were experiencing um, different uh, bacteria, particularly in the lower respiratory tract, there there was a correlation with periodontal disease. So it has actually increased the risk of these types of infections. So isn't that interesting oral health can actually be connected to the health of your lungs right so we don't in our minds in our linear brains we may not make that straight line connection but it is very much there in the research so again everything travels everywhere else in the body it's like that sugar cube so the bacteria and the um period the, the diseases in our gums become systemic They affect other organs as well that maybe we don't particularly necessarily think about. One of my most effective anti-aging secrets, quote unquote, is to take feel-good digestive enzymes before lunch and dinner. The reason for this is that digestion is such an energy-intensive process So when you take enzymes, they're helping to break down the food for you so your body's energy can be used for many other things, including helping to repair the collagen in your skin, giving you more energy through the day and more. Now, our feel-good digestive enzymes are very powerful and very special. We have many times more the lipase, for instance, so your body can break down that beauty fat and use it for all your body's metabolic needs instead of getting stored as body fat or passing through you. It also helps to break down protein and carbs and fiber effectively. Again, so this can be better used by your body and you will not get as bloated. So please go to mysaluna.com and use the code Health to get 20% off your first order today. I am very excited for you to try these. So go to mycelina.com and use the code BOOSTHEALTH to get 20% off your first order of feel-good digestive enzymes today. Now, it can also create, um, there's also diabetes, right? So the National Institute of Dental and Craniofacial Research has found that treating gum disease can improve blood sugar control. So this is really interesting. People with diabetes are more prone to gum disease and gum disease can make it harder to control blood sugar levels. So it's sort of like the chicken for the egg idea, right? So the sugar is feeding the gum disease. And then when we have the gum disease, it's harder to control the blood sugar levels. So in general, we wanna make sure that we are really caring for our gums and our teeth especially in this day and age where diabetes has become such an epidemic. And now this is one that I have some personal connection to, and this is um, the connection between gum disease and pregnancy. Now, I didn't actually get gum disease, but what I meant by my personal connection is that I did experience gum bleeding while I was pregnant with both of my children And this is because hormonal changes can make you more, um, it creates bleeding. It creates sensitivity in your gums, in your teeth. And unfortunately, it can make pregnant women more susceptible to gum disease in general. And we don't, we definitely want to avoid gum disease because it's been linked to an increased risk of premature birth and low weight birth or low, um, birth weight in babies. So oral health is particularly uh, important when we are carrying life, when we are pregnant. Also, let's talk about the brain and Alzheimer's disease. And there are recent studies from the National Institute on Aging suggesting a link between gum disease and Alzheimer's disease as the bacteria that causes gum disease has been found in the brains of those with Alzheimer's disease, suggesting a potential causal link. Now I don't have to remind you how sad and destructive these neurological diseases are. They are rampant right now. And we probably know relatives or friends, relatives, or, you know, just someone in our circle that is suffering from some sort of neurological disorder, whether it's Alzheimer's or dementia or Parkinson's or any other number of Neurological disorder. And these are again, just something, of course, that we all want to work to prevent as much as possible. We want to do everything that we can. So we hear about things like reducing aluminum, aluminum based deodorants. And here's another great way that we can help to protect our loved ones to share that. Wow. You know, something as not to say simple, but something that's in our power to really work to benefit our gums and our teeth can help to prevent these very destructive disorders. All right, so all that being said, there's a lot there. I hope that you can see and be extra motivated now to protect your body and your precious well being with your oral health. Now let's switch to some empowering news. There are many things that we can do to protect our oral health, I want to start with our first uh, cornerstone, which is, of course, food. And there's different studies in the National Journal of Medicine showing how amazing and powerful foods can be to protect your oral health. So let's dive right in. The first one is crunchy fruits and vegetables. This was a research study published by the Journal of Dental Research. It found that Crunchy fruits and vegetables like apples and carrots can help to clean your teeth and gums. So one of the things that I love to do with my kids is put out cut up fruits and vegetables. Carrots are always in the mix on the table. When Bubby comes home from school, we tend to hang out a lot in the kitchen for a few minutes, drinking water and he's hungry. So while I'm making perhaps another snack, that food is there. So we're all chomping on it, including myself. I had a few uh, carrots yesterday, as a matter of fact, from this practice. So crunchy fruits and vegetables are also a great way to get past any sort of crunchy craving. It's a way to release tension in your jaw. It feels very cathartic. And it also cleans your teeth and gums. So keep those veggies around. And there's lots of great veggies to choose from that are seasonal this going into spring and summer. Going into summer, we're in spring now, of course. The next is leafy greens. So this is really great because this is a daily practice for us. Those of us drinking our glowing green smoothie, our GGS, and a 2018 study published in the British Dental Journal found that the high levels of vitamin C and calcium in these foods help to strengthen the tooth enamel and reduce the risk of gum disease. So have those leafy greens, rotate them, everything from kale, spinach, chard, and um, cilantro, parsley. Just keep everything in rotation, but keep them in your daily diet if possible. Now, the next one is nuts and seeds. And I love this because nuts and seeds are such a important part of getting healthy fats, healthy protein, lots of minerals in our Beauty Detox Saluna diet. And a 2015 study published in the Journal of Clinical Periodontology found that seeds and nuts help to improve gum health. So my favorites are chia seeds. And we you know we're here having a lot of cashews, almonds, I'm trying to, oh, walnuts. I often put pecans in our Dharma's kale salad. We love sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. There are so many amazing seeds out there to rotate in. Also, green tea from the same journal, the Journal of Periodontology from 2016, found the catechins, the different antioxidants in green tea, help to reduce inflammation in the gums and improve oral health. From a food standpoint, this also crosses into body, is water. Which isn't an actual food per se, but we talk about hydration. We've done shows on how important hydration is for your body and all your bodily organs. And hydration can help to uh, protect your oral health by washing down bacteria and food particles, helping to prevent tooth decay, tooth decay and gum disease. So keep water on your desk. Keep water in your car. Hydro is a product that I've talked about here before. It's a great one in our family, for my husband, for my father, just to measure how much food or how much water you're consuming, because sometimes we don't really know. And so we can be a little bit chronically dehydrated. So just be sure to get enough water in your body consistently throughout the day. Now, besides the food that we are consuming, let's go back to some important basics Brushing your teeth twice a day with a soft bristled toothbrush. This is something that my dentist, uh, Dr. Delumi, always emphasizes a soft bristled toothbrush is not gonna wear out your your tooth enamel and it will still remove the bacteria and particles. So brushing, also flossing every day just to help remove the food particles and plaque between your teeth and gum line. This is really important for gum health I have to admit, this is a tougher one for me to maintain. My kids also pull out the whole floss container in one go, sometimes if I'm not watching and Mosey's playing in the bathroom. But flossing is important. And I know I haven't been as regular when my gums get more bloody. So it's an important one, just one to keep in mind. And then also limiting sugary and acidic food Foods and drinks, these are foods that can really lead to tooth decay and gum disease. The sodas are a big one and especially diet sodas are not great for us in many, many regards. So I urge you, if you love soda or someone in your family does, try switching to something like sparkling water or kombucha, which sort of gives that bubbly payoff, but isn't these, you know, really acidic drinks. And then lastly, and you know, importantly, just going to see your dentist regularly during COVID. Some of us may have taken a longer stretch with our regular checkups and our cleanings, but it is important. And we have to take this, you know, this part of self care seriously, putting it in the schedule. Even though we're all busy, you know, every six months or so, it really is important to go in. I am due for my next checkup. This reminds me because it's one of those things that's easy to put off. But as we go through these potential issues that I've just ran through, these major issues, we're talking about Alzheimer's disease and you know impacting our cardiovascular health and our heart. It is so important that we take care of our oral health and we do this regularly and consistently. So thank you so much for tuning in today. This was a very practical show, right down to it please check out the show notes at mysaluna.com to review any of these important studies as well as to check out other podcasts that I think you would love and articles, research articles, as well as my more informal Kim's Corner blogs and just tons of other information on there. There's guided meditations. There are simple, delicious food recipes and more. I'll also see you on social at underscore Kimberly Snyder for some daily inspiration. Otherwise, I'll be back here Monday for our next interview podcast. Till then, take great care of yourself and sending you so much love. Namaste.